This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape here in Central Ohio. I'm Bryce Jacob from J.S. Brown and Company here with Greg Hansberry, our producer and now expert in construction. Oh, wow. I think Those you've got big shoes to fill, but you know, maybe. it's been a year. Okay. You know, it's been over a year now right. and we've covered an awful lot of topics and you know, obviously your marriage is going strong. It is. Yeah. I've learned enough to uh, really impress my wife. So expert or not, isn't that really what matters? Yeah. You know, just it's, impressing it's all wife. that matters. It's all that matters is that you are an expert <laughs> now because when we first started the show, it was really difficult to get you to even communicate. Because you didn't really know anything about nope. construction, but now you know all the jargon. Say, yeah, wh- those one things that you use, and you have hammers, and you put them up, and we'd, we'd have to try to figure out what we were talking about. Yep. But now I know all the jargon. Now you jargon. know. And so I, I, every week I had to challenge myself to say, what, what might Greg not know about? So we can get that topic on the show, and I think we've got that today. Yeah. Um, we've talked about trends with these, but we haven't talked about the intricacies of cabinetry. And so we're going to do that today, and I've got a good friend of mine, uh, Ryan Shad. He's the owner of Shad and Sons Custom Cabinetry. So, yeah, Ryan is here with us. So, Ryan, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. It's great to have you on, and and we do an awful lot of work with you. You're doing a lot of our kitchens where we do um, very high-end custom, and you're quite a a gifted craftsman yourself, and I want to get to know you a little bit better. I know our listeners do, too, Um, and how you kind of got into the cabinetry world. Is this something that you... You're, are you one of the sons, or do you have the sons in the business? I am the founder. Okay. Um, so I have four sons. Yep. Um, when uh, I got started in 2001 uh, with my business, I uh, was a uh, actually I was backed by my father with a, a small loan to get the initial woodworking tools together that I needed to start a mm-hmm. you know a small business for myself. Um, and in 2001, I. Um, rented a small space from my father's garage, which was about 1,500 square feet, and mm-hmm. set up shop. <clears throat> and with that, um, have grown since every year, been 19 years now. And yeah. uh, we are, um, you know, doing work in central Ohio and southeastern Ohio. So you have, and where are you located out of? We're located in McConnellsville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're just, you're east of Columbus. And, we are southeast. Yeah, southeast of Columbus. And so you're a little bit of hike into town, but you got your shop out there. I'm sure rent is, is cheaper out there, right? It is. <laughs> we, we own our facility. So yeah. it's a it's a place that we built. There yeah. you go. So you got your own place now. So a long way from asking dad for a little extension, right? <laughs> it is for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. So you got into this. How did you get into this and why would your dad give you a loan? He must have noticed something in you where he said, yeah, you know, the, I believe in you. He's, you know, our parents are supposed to believe in us anyway, right? For sure. But there's something there that, you know, when you, you help someone with a business, there's obviously a gift that you have, which is evident in the work that you do. But what was it back then, 19 years ago, that made you say, I'm ready to take a plunge and do my own thing? Well, uh, when I when I was in high school, I actually signed up and took uh, the, the carpentry program in our school, which is a vocational program that they offered, mm-hmm. cabinetry and, and carpentry. So in there, my junior and senior year of high school is where I really learned that I loved woodworking and that I had a little bit of a a knack to it. Um, So after I graduated from high school, I hired into a very small cabinet shop down in in the McConnellsville area Mm -hmm. and worked for this gentleman for four years. And that's where I really learned cabinetry in and out and just learned that I I really loved it. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I grew up in a agriculture background. My family has a large farm, dairy farm. Yep. And so I had a, a strong work ethic 
And I think that's where my dad had the nerve to back me with a, a small loan to get started. Yeah. So, yeah. well, that's good. So <clears throat> you had agriculture and you had a dairy farm. So mm-hmm. I'm curious because our, our area is known for cow tipping. Did you have to chase people <laughs> off your land for tipping your cows over by chance? No. Never, never happened. No. So is it legit? Can you tip a cow? I've never gone out and done no, this. No, no, you can't. You really can't. Okay, so what they talk about in Tommy Boy wasn't ever going to happen. No. <laughs> All right. Okay, shoulder between the hawk. All right. Well, we'll move on back to cabinetry, but I was just curious because if you had a dairy farm, I'm sure you were, you know, chasing people off the property. From, oh, yeah. Uh, my uncles your did. My grandfather yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you ran into it. So you got the cabinetry business and you started it 19 years ago and you had your sons get involved at what point? So my, um, at the time I was 20 years old when I started my business. Mm -hmm. So I was very young. Um, only had a few years of cabinet making under my belt, um, had a strong passion for it. And I was Mm -hmm. raising, uh, my oldest son, Trace, uh, on my own. So Mm -hmm. I raised him from the time he was one and up through till he graduated. Um, at that time, you know, you think of woodworking, you think of cabinetry, you think of tradition, family tradition mm-hmm. and being handed down. Sure. But I was the, the, the first in my family to do this. But I, I had an aunt that was in marketing and she thought, you know, Ryan, how about Shad and Sons as mm-hmm. a name? It sounds a little more established mm-hmm. and you're a fairly young gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this could, it could help you. So that's how the Shad and Sons came about. At the time, I only had one son. Now mm-hmm. I have four and a daughter. So mm-hmm. um, all my children are still fairly young to be a part of the business. Well, um, if she gets involved, you're going to have to change the name. Uh-huh. I know. I'm not sure what I'm going to do about that. <laughs> Shad and family. Shad and there family. You go. That's yeah. It. Yeah. There you so. go. Well, now, is there an interest from your kids? I'm sure they get to see what you do and they're intrigued by it. They are. And my son, my oldest son, he's actually in the military right now. So mm-hmm. he's, he's fulfilling that duty. And uh, when he gets out in a few years, maybe he will come back. I think he does have that interest as well. Um, I do though have all my children help in in the cabinet shop one form or another whether it's um maybe just unloading sawdust or helping plain boards but uh, you know they are exposed to it and i think that's important you know um although it's in your blood it is yeah yeah and i although i don't get to do that on a day-to-day basis anymore you know more running the business but mm-hmm. um that's where i started and that's what i love you know is actually out there ripping the boards and and building oh, furniture yeah. and cabinetry yeah excellent well, we're going to do something a little different for this program. We're going to do a tip of the week a little early because mm, I think it's going to exciting. fuel some of our conversation. So this tip will just keep on giving. Okay. It's time for the tip of the week. When it comes to cabinetry, not all cabinets are built the same. You will always get what you pay for when it comes to cabinets. So if the price seems too good to be true, guess what? It is. You'll end up paying for it one way or another. If you're looking for new cabinets, be sure to research the cabinet box construction along with drawer and door construction. This is where the stability and longevity of the cabinets will be realized. Still nervous about making the right decision? Just finish listening to this podcast and you'll learn from the experts. And that's your tip for the week. Let's get back to our guest. Ryan, what do you think of the tip? I think that's well spoken. So um, there's obviously ways that you can deliver cabinetry. And, and we always tell this to homeowners, look, it, you will get what you pay for with cabinetry. And that's such an important part, especially in a kitchen. You know, we're doing kitchens, bathrooms. The cabinetry is such a critical part. But there's trade-offs with cabinetry. So tell us about your cabinetry. Obviously, they're, they're custom. You're not buying the boxes somewhere else and then just slapping Correct. pieces on it or painting them. So what's the difference in the process? So for us, for Shad & Sons, our, you know, we are truly a custom cabinet shop. Uh, we, we would build a cabinet any size, 
any shape, uh, any collar, any wood species. Uh, it's truly whatever the customer um, wants. Um, and with Shad and Sons, you know, we build everything in-house. So from our cabinet doors to our drawer boxes, face frames, and all of the final finishings is done in-house. So mm-hmm. uh, from that standpoint, there's nothing pre-made. Everything is built to order. And so it really gives um, the customer the flexibility to to have whatever they want. Now, you're working with companies like ours where we will come up with a kitchen plan or a design that shows the fundamental layout. And then we're working with your team to develop how that the functionality of each one of the pieces and how that will detail out and right down to the 16th of an inch mm-hmm. on how everything's going to fit in the space. So have you ever thought about bringing the design element in to design your own kitchens or you enjoy working with other designers who come in? You know, we really do enjoy working with other designers. Um, I think, you know, there's a few um, parts to that question. One is is our location. You know, we're mm-hmm. in a rural area that, yeah. you know, we're an hour and a half from Columbus. So it, it would be tough for customers to make that trip, although many do. It's, you know, I think more convenient to have those people work with experts like yourself and the team that you have. And then that really allows us to focus on the product and focus on the service of making sure everything works out and we deliver what we promise to you guys. So what are you seeing uh, as you're working with designers? What are some of the hot trends that are coming through or are being requested of you to construct? I think trends right now seem to be more so collars, you know, painted collars mm-hmm. are, are so strong right now, whether it's a blue or a, a gray um, cabinetry in general. Um, there's a lot of, um, you know, built in options in cabinetry now, pull outs and, and different types of right. organizers that uh, are included in cabinets, I think are really popular right now. So you have better storage options today than you did. So 19, so comparing 19 years ago, to today, I mean, that's a lot of time, but it flies. Yeah. But how has the business evolved with with those 19 years? Is there more technology involved in what you're doing than there was before? Um, I think technology has uh, certainly come around. Um, I think, though, more so is just people are very specific about what they want. And, the, you know, this if they're working with limited space, especially, you know, every little square inch of space is important. Right. And so, you know, we're able to um, maximize that and take advantage of all that space. And I, I think that that's really the biggest thing that I've seen a change in. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we, we talk an awful lot about kitchen design and just being sensible and how you're using your space. But oftentimes when we go into just remodel a kitchen and it's the same size kitchen, we're just making new, you know, new cabinets, new countertops, new fixtures. The request always comes up. I just need more storage though. They don't want to use more space. They just want better storage. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, what you can do in the same square footage with storage is vastly improved with pull-out drawers, uh, the the shelf systems that they have, uh, and the pull-out systems in in particular. Greg, you've heard me talk about a million times. I love my pot and pan drawer, Mm -hmm. you know, where I remember as a kid climbing around in the the cabinetry to to pull out, you know, (laughs) stuff for my mom. She'd say, Bryce, Bryce, I can't reach you. Yeah, Yeah, she would. She'd send a little body in, you know, and she'd say, hey, you go back there and get get, get that that, uh, pot out. Or when we'd cook in the wok, you know, once a month, you know, and the wok is way back in the corner and the base. (laughs) And now it's just so nice because my big pots and pans 
are in a drawer and you just open the mm. drawer and voila there there they are and you don't have to rifle through a bunch of things so mm. i think those stores hanging solutions. up you know you used to have it hanging <laughs> yeah, on the, on pot the rack. walls yeah yeah it's yeah, so funny to hear people too when you remodel they have to empty out their cabinets and get ready for the construction to start and yeah. you always hear oh i found things i hadn't seen for yeah. 20 years in those cabinets because they you know you just can't get to it anymore. that's true <laughs> yeah i think you've heard me tell this story before everyone who's listened to this program um, the house I moved into in Charlotte, you know, we were moving into the house and I was putting stuff in the cabinetry. I found a blender back in the corner cabinet. <laughs> you know, it was, a, it was a perfectly good one too. It wasn't a mistake. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we found this great blender back in there and I just thought, oh my gosh, this is the kind of stuff. So when I moved out of the house, you know, I just wanted to make sure I crawled back inside that cabinet because we didn't redo our kitchen other than just a little reface job we did. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a first house kind of thing. Couldn't attack it with... She had custom cabinetry, you know, the, the, the top end stuff. So, so yeah, that's, uh, the, the design and the storage solutions, but were you doing more stained cabinetry when you first started and now it's moved to paint and and different color finishes? Yes, it has. Um, I would say, um, you know, I'd have to pull out the file and see, but I'm going to, I'm going to guess 80% of the cabinetry we manufacture right now are painted. So a large number, um, and then, you know, 20% stained. Um, and right now it seems to be uh, walnut and mm-hmm. white oak is trending very heavily. A lot of that in demand. For the stained? Mm-hmm, for the yeah. stained wood. Yeah. So. Do you do the uh, uh, the quarter sawn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Quarter sawn is very popular. And mm-hmm. rift sawn white oak as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I know, uh, you know, we get the question off a lot uh, about white kitchens in particular because there's this big push for white kitchens. Would you say that percentage of the 80%, what what would you say is, is still white kitchens or an off-white? I would say um, probably close to 80%, 75% is still white, yeah. yeah, of the painted work that we do. Yeah, that's that's good to hear that from you because the question comes up often with that or people are concerned if I do a white kitchen now, is it going to go out of style? Are people, is there, is that trend changing? And I think it's pretty interesting. It's pretty timeless. I agree. You know, since there have been white kitchens, um, lighting was always the problem, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. why kitchens were dark. It had nothing to do with the color of the cabinetry. I mean, obviously a dark stained cabinetry, you need to have more lighting in there to make up for what's being absorbed. But I think a a white or an off-white kitchen is timeless, like stainless uh, like stainless appliances or chrome, mm-hmm. you know, chrome is another finish that it'll always be there. That's you know, right. It's a classic look and classic finish. And I get a lot of people come in and say, I don't care if it's going outside. I love white. Give me a white kitchen. And so we still do an awful lot of white kitchens. Like you said, mm-hmm. of the painted uh, cabinetry, we probably see 75, 80%, but we do see the two tones going mm-hmm. on. I would imagine you probably get some of that with the island being dark or have it painted and the perimeter being a, an opposing or contrasting color. That's right. Yeah, the perimeters are typically a painted, and then the island maybe uh, an offset of a, a stained finish, or mm-hmm. the wood hood is another interesting part to maybe make wood versus painted for right. a contrast. Right. So. Yeah, or a metal element mm-hmm. in there, which yeah. I know you're you're probably not doing the metal work, but right. you're, you would do the the hood, and you're you're working on a beautiful hood for us right now, mm-hmm. which. I know you mainly do kitchens, but we've got a, a beautiful hood that's being mounted on a brick wall. Yeah, naughty yeah. alder. Yeah, so naughty alder. So beautiful that's going to be piece. really, really sharp. So that's down in a German village project right now that we're trying to move along. And so we're looking for, I think you said next week, mm-hmm. that baby's going to be That's the scheduled so, date. All right. By the time the show airs, we'll be looking at it.
I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too. Or that'll be our next show yeah. about why you didn't. All right? Yeah. So that's what really why I have you, you on. <laughs> that's really why I have you on, on the show. <laughs> yeah. Time to drink the water. Oh, boy. Big gulps. Big gulps. All right. So you got those trends going on. They're still painted. Uh, what are some other things that you're seeing? Is anybody pushing things with glass or uh, still the same same types of things? Or uh, I think... Um Really, you know, with glass, I mean, there's, you know, decorative glass door panels, um, but mostly it's, um, I think right now, really cabinet designs are, are very clean lined and, mm-hmm. and uh, simple in a way, you know, with the door styles, people are wanting clean and, and not, not too much going on with the design, um, easier to clean and dust. And um, I think 15 years ago, you saw a lot more dental molding, mm-hmm. uh, corbels, you know, with intricate right. carvings that, you know, uh, just seem to be everywhere. And, and that's not the trend right now. And I think people just want things that are easy to take care of, but also well-built and, yeah. and they're going to stay looking nice for a long, long time. Are people still doing glazings and uh, having mm-hmm. a hang-up of a different color in there to darken up corners, et cetera? Yeah, I would say um, probably 15% of okay. the cabinetry do would have a glaze yeah. applied, whether that be on stained wood or painted wood. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Greg, well, yeah, I got Greg one. you got burning questions all the time because I, I know you're getting ready to do your kitchen, so that's also why I wanted to pair the two of you up. <laughs> well, uh, and, and again, I, I always just ask info <laughs> so I can go back and report to the wife. Uh, what about the, what are the trends you're seeing in the hardware in the, in the hinges and the knobs? I, I'm, my wife just pours over the hardware more than anyone I've ever known. You know, me being a guy, I just think it's a knob. It's functional. You open it, you close it. But there are trends in, in that stuff too. There are. And, and really that's where it's at. I think in cabinetry is, you know, it's the, it's the material that you put into the cabinet and then it's also the hardware that you, you know, install in the cabinets. So, you know, we use, um, it's a bloom product for the track, which is a uh, undermount style drawer slide, mm-hmm. fully extendable. So the drawer box comes completely out of mm-hmm. the cabinet. So you have full access to that drawer. And then it has the soft close mechanism. So, you know, you nice. give that yeah. just a push and it softly catches and pulls shut. Um, you know, they're really convenient, really comfortable to use, easy to pull out. If your, you know, hands are dirty or messy, you can grab it with a pinky finger <laughs> and pull that out. Mm-hmm. And then really with the door hinges as well, um, yeah. you know, the hinge style that we use is a, a two-piece European style hinge, and it, it keeps the door nice and tight to the face frame of the cabinet, so there's no gappage around there, and it has that soft close mechanism as well, so you just give your door a push and it, it softly goes shut, no banging. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of um, corner units have improved as well, you know, with mm-hmm. the, the Le Mans unit that allows you to get to that blind corner that you used to not be able to and leave your blenders behind when you move. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no more so, left behind blenders. That's right. Yeah. Or, yeah that's... So, so yeah, I think those are uh, very important. You know, when you're, when you're looking at cabinetry, whether custom or, or factory lines, um, you know, that's an uh, important part of it. And that really drives cost too, because those, those things are expensive, mm-hmm. expensive parts. Well, and you, you've seen cabinetry, it's it's not mainstream. It's not a, it's not a luxury add on. It's an expectation that everybody has is that they have the soft close and the and the mm-hmm. cabinet doors close softly. You know, again, growing up in our house, we we were wood on wood. There was no metal rail slide or glide system. It was you're know, sliding that box in and in and yeah, out of, right. of wood on wood. And 
and uh, you know, the, you could slam, cabbage, you'd uh, slam it, you'd slam yeah. them, and you hear them bang, 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 and you know, you'd knock the faces off of them. So, the construction of the boxes is as important as some of the glides and guide systems that they have. And I know, you know, I go into many homes, um, just in the nature of what I do, and I look at people's old cabinetry, and so many, and it's a big, beautiful home, but then the cabinetry is just poorly constructed Mm -hmm. and they're stapled drawers. And what that means is that, you know, they literally are stapled together as opposed to you're doing dovetail construction. Mm -hmm. So your, your uh, joints are coming together much, much more with more stability than a little metal staple. Just that's right. The corners together. And the joinery is, is holding the cabinet together, not a mechanical fastener. So that's really the, the art of, you know, craft, you know, quality woodworking. So. And that's where the, there's a, there's a trade-off in the cost. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have something that lasts longer and everyone wants to put stone on top of cabinetry. And so the boxes have to be mm-hmm. exceptionally well constructed to hold all of that stone. If you look at when, a, when guys are bringing in stone into a house, you know, homeowners have had granite and usually like to watch that because it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And as that stone comes in, you have four or five guys carrying a section of, of the stone. And then setting that down on top of these cabinets. Well, poorly made cabinets are going to eventually compress and weaken over time and fail. And it's incredible how many people have problems with their drawers opening and closing because mm-hmm. they've compressed over time. And so that's right. That's why kitchens are so expensive. If you're going to put in the expensive countertop material, you have to have the proper investment in the in the boxes to withstand that constant downward pressure and all mm-hmm. the stuff you do on it, work on it, people sit on it and all that other stuff. So, yep. you know, I know, I know you're dialed into that and that's, that's what you're building. And that's what, unfortunately, homeowners don't always understand when they say, I got a real bargain on these cabinets. Well, there's a reason why you got a bargain and then they have problems with it later. And the countertops crack mm-hmm. because they're offsetting or whatever the case might be and, and the stone separates. So, yeah, it can just lead to all kinds of problems. So I, I wouldn't cut corners in remodeling a kitchen, um, especially in the cabinetry. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, and I know you're going to concur with that because it's the part you do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it's definitely an area I would not compromise costs. There's certainly ways you can manage the cost with inserts and finishes, the glazes, all those, all those little techniques, the door styles. I know they all have different intricacies, but... You you have a chance to go into a kitchen and do from wall to wall whatever you can kind of envision with those designers. That's right. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is it that is. the favorite part it's, of your job, or what is the favorite part of your job? The favorite part of my job, uh, really, it's seeing a, a job completed. It's seeing a kitchen installed. And, you know, of course, we mm-hmm. have our own installers, so we you know we yeah. we help you guys with the design, make sure everything's going to work. We manufacture it and then we install it. And it, it's it's very satisfying to see that mm-hmm. and to you know see what people use on a daily basis and know that it's going to last them. Um, and I, you know, kind of to touch on a point you were just talking about with the granite, you know, in today's cabinetry, the the margins, the doors and the drawers, the way they fit together with one another are, are so tight. You know, usually about an eighth inch margin. If the cabinet isn't built strong enough, you know, those those doors and drawer fronts won't stay lined up. Mm-hmm. You know, year after year, and so. With a cheaper line cabinet, you know, things start to sag and move and it's impossible to keep those nice tight reveals and, and keep it all looking nice for 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. So they should last 10, 20, 30 years. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. 40, yeah they're furniture. 50. That's right. I mean, you're, yeah. you're building furniture at the end of the day. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and it's beautiful furniture. So if you want to check out your work, you have a website. We do. Right, and so people can take a look at it and just get an idea. So when they hear J.S. Brown folks talking about Shad and Sons, they'll be able to kind of eyeball it. So how do they how do they take a look at that? What yep. is your website? So it's uh, shadandsons.com. Uh, uh, that simple. It's that simple. <laughs> you That's own right. that one. No one else wanted it, huh? <laughs> Nobody. Uh, so Greg's pulling it up right now, yeah. aren't you? All and right. One of the first ones is this like a, uh, not a bathroom, but like a, I don't know, it looks like maybe a dressing room, powder room type of a thing. So you do mm-hmm. what, you know, much more than and the kitchens is, is what I'm getting at. There's a dining room here. So yeah, yeah, we do whole house yeah. cabinetry. Yeah. yeah. So if anything that needs built out of wood in the home, we can do for uh, for contractors and designers. What do you call that, like a powder room? Is that what I'm... It is. Yeah, that would see. be a master vanity. Yeah, master bath vanity. It's more well, than just a powder room. Well, <laughs> I mean, see, that's, that's what that was a his and a hers uh, vanity. That'll impress the wife. Honey, Yeah, we've got plans for our master vanity. Oh, swoon. Yeah, there it goes. And well, it, that's, that's it what you need. It starts with moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with... Get a larger bath yeah, so right. you can fit that in there. No, no, no. We can do that in your house. Don't you worry. We'll just... Take space from uh, another room. Yeah, from one of the kids. Sorry, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're sharing a room Mommy now. needs a vanity. Mommy <laughs> <laughs> needed a master vanity. No. That's right. So what are some of the most memorable projects you've had a chance to work on? Oh, my. Um, wow. There's been so many. Um, well, I think to, to Greg's point, it, you know, kitchens are always very exciting, but sometimes when you do those off the beaten road, you know, type of projects where you have... yeah. Um, wine cellars or you have, you know. That's uh, what I was just going to say. Yeah. I think probably some of the funnest projects are like man caves, you know, mm-hmm. basement bars um, or wine cellars because they're just so different and really are fun. Normally when you're in that type of project, the homeowner, they want, you know, it's all about just convenience and setting up for entertainment. And so you can kind of really dream away with what you want to do and uh, design wise. Mm-hmm. And so those are probably more of the, you know, funner projects that I've done. Yeah. Um, but we've done some fabulous kitchens too, really. Um, a good friend of mine actually lives in Zanesville. He's a builder and built a phenomenal home for him mm-hmm. and his wife and kids. And we'll go, we'll go visit, you know? And so it's just, it's nice to walk in and kind of marvel at your own work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He filled his home with your work. Huh? Yeah. 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 So I'm sure. No, I was going to ask you, how often do you get back into the homes after it's done? I mean, it, it's... Rarely, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we get to visit with some homeowners. Of course, we do the tours of remodeled homes and get to show off, you know, some of our work. But, boy, there are so many so many projects that that we've done or that I've designed where I'm just like, man, I would love to see how they're using it. Because the life of it during the project is one thing, but you build it for the purpose of the life after the project. That's right. And that life after the project is why someone takes that time to invest in us to, to help them get to that finish line. It's unfortunate we're not always there for the, you know, the, the real finish line, which mm-hmm. is them six months after they've been using it until we run into them or they call us back for another project, which happens quite frequently. But it, that's the most exciting part for, for me. Mm-hmm. And what I do is, is getting to see the vision come to life and uh, knowing that you are able to take someone's questions and interpret that into a three-dimensional functional piece that now facilitates the family in their home mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's really it's very, very very exciting that's why there's a career for you greg waiting okay because you've got good vision all right great and now you have the knowledge perfect so now you're ready all right what, well 
here it I'll is. Sign on you, the dotted line. Where, <laughs> yeah, where, where do I sign? Yeah, that's on. right. That's right. So that that's good. So your business has grown. Everything's going well. You got the sons getting older, mm-hmm. and and you have a son that's in the military. Is I do. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. My oldest son, Trace. Yeah. He's twenty one. He's in the Air Force. All right. So good. he's a meteorologist. So he reads the weather. Really? Did yeah. he tell you about the rain that we're getting and all? No, of he the, didn't. The, Actually, okay. when he called yeah. me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and did he say, "How's the weather?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a that's yeah. a heck of a meteorologist right there. <laughs> well, good. Well, that's uh that's exciting that he's uh, serving the country in that manner. And it that, is. Uh, I'm very proud you know, of him. Yeah, you should be. Does he have an interest in returning home? Do you believe and helping I, in the business? I think he does. Yeah, he. You know. Um, of course, when he was younger, you know, my business was younger, so I was still very hands-on, you know, actually building the cabinets and finishing them and installing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he worked in the shop a lot with me. You know, he was my little, uh, when we were really young, now this was a long time ago when I was in my dad's garage. Um, I worked out of that small garage for six years. All right. So just, you know, 1,500 square feet, mm-hmm. just enough room to build a, a kitchen, you know, set of kitchen yeah. cabinets is all there really was. And, you know, we'd build the cabinets all week long and then blow all the workbenches off, clean it up, and then start staining and spraying, you know, get rid <laughs> of the Now it's dust. your paint booth. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. That was our paint booth at the mm-hmm. time. But my son, I would pay him a quarter a drawer box to stain the drawer boxes for him. Really? That's how he was, you know, involved early on. That's and cool. uh, he, he got a kick out of it. And he liked cashing in on those quarters. I'm <laughs> sure. That's a good deal for uh, you, too. That's right. It was. <laughs> so he, he yeah. was definitely, you know, in there early on. And, yeah. uh, but now, you know, of course our new facility, we've got about 18,000 square foot, uh, production it's facility. Quite a difference, yeah. It is. And so we of course finish everything in a, in a dust free zone yeah, and a contained uh, environment. Yeah. Yeah. Things have changed a lot in 19 years. So. Well, good. Well, it's been a treat having you on today. Thank you. To know a little bit fun. more about what you're doing and, and, uh, it's always exciting to, to share projects with you and then see the work come together. And I know we've got several projects of ours with you that are wrapping up and that's right and we um, are installing one today as yeah a matter of fact so. yeah that's what brought you into town so right. so th- this is good and we uh, we'll get some of those images posted on our website and certainly tag your name associated with it and folks go to shadandsons.com and check out the website mm-hmm. so you can see some of the work that greg was tooling around on the powder room. Well, come on. <laughs> Here we are. Here I was just bragging to everybody, you know, of your your terminology <laughs> and your knowledge. In a master bathroom, you call powder room. All right, oh, all right, boy. All right. We're going to go back to school here. <laughs> all right. Well, Ryan, thanks. Have safe travels back. I know you got to drive ahead of you, and there's yeah. rain in the forecast, so be very careful out there, and we'll look forward to the next great project that you do. Thank you, Bryce. You're welcome. All right. Well, folks. We do this every week. We have great guests in here, and Greg and I jaw at each other. As you know, you've been listening for a long time. Certainly, feel free to go and uh, give us your feedback. You can do that at abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com and and uh, let us know how we're doing and request a topic or two. And certainly, uh, we look forward to you downloading any future uh, podcasts that we have, and you can do that by going to jsbrowncompany.com, which is our website. You can also go to your favorite uh podcasting location app and uh, that can be on itunes or wherever else you find that look for above grade and be sure to rate and review us after you've listened to our programs as well it lets us know how we're doing and until next week this is bryce jacob i'm with js brown and company and wishing you a great week to build from. above grade is a columbus radio group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.